0: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. visit apple.co/ card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
1: It's my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show where our mission is to serve you and empower you you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, I want to tell you, Amazon's doing a very customer-friendly thing that's smart for them and smart for you. And some bad news for you, on the other hand, about free shipping. And I want to tell you about something that generates a lot, a lot, a lot of Clark Stink's posts. Social security. A lot of people are in a panic to take social security early because they're afraid that benefits are going to vanish in a decade. And there were a lot of headlines about that. But before I get to that, one thing that doesn't stink, our team, Clark Consumer Action Center, for more than 30 years, we have offered free One-on-one advice, guidance, and information, five days a week, Monday through Friday, six hours a day, 10 in the morning, Eastern time zone, till four in the afternoon, Eastern time zone. See all the details about how you can connect for one-on-one, free advice at com slash CAC. In this uh, past week, we dedicated our most recent three Habitat for Humanity Homes that Team Clark volunteers have been willing to give up their Saturdays week after week to build these homes. And I dedicate a home each year to the individuals who volunteer. We have paid people and volunteers. The volunteers who have been with us answering your one-on-one questions for 10 years or 20 years. So the 20-year recognition, that's the person's second time being honored. I don't know what we're, we're 30 years old now. We're going to have to have a 30-year so. recognition yeah, too. Absolutely.
2: And ha- and what houses were these again?
1: These were 93, 94, and 95. And you
2: that you've personally sponsored. It's pretty amazing. Well, it
1: really is. Along with other generous souls who have put in money. I mean, Habitat happens because people are so generous with their time volunteering. And there are others that are able to donate money, and there are those who do both. And then a hardworking individual or family is able to buy a home at a much lower cost in monthly payments than it would be otherwise. And I've seen Habitat work so well over these last 30 years that I've been a volunteer or a sponsor, and I know that it makes a difference. That's why I've had the privilege volunteering and sponsoring all around the United States over the years and uh, the funniest though was when I was part of a build in in Phoenix and it was summer and we started at 5 a.m you know I'm not a morning person but we had to start at 5 a.m. because there's going to be 116 degrees that day. My gosh. And so we were done at 11 a.m. We had to leave the site because it was so, so, so hot. And then at Dedication Day this past week, we had a violent thunderstorm that came through with 50 mile per hour winds. Fortunately, the houses were virtually complete. We had to hide everybody inside till that storm went through. And then at Dedication, we had perfect blue skies, and 70 degrees. So you never would have known if you just showed up for dedication (laughs) what we'd been through. But I want to express my gratitude to our incredible volunteers, and we're about to start our annual build in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's my privilege to be part of sponsoring two homes in Tulsa this year. It'll be our 10th year in Tulsa, I think is the number of years. And so if you... Live in Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas. We'd love to have you come and join us at our Tulsa build where we will be building into the early part of summer till we complete the homes in Tulsa. And If you go to clark.com slash habitat, you can learn about our builds with Habitat for Humanity. But uh, enough about that, right, Krista? Oh, well, it's really, I love
2: talking about it, but yes, we have to yeah, move let's, on. Yeah, let's talk okay. about
1: Amazon doing something that is this, is, this is the best of capitalism. This is enlightened self-interest. Amazon is testing and ultimately implementing a new system that when you go to buy something, and uh, they've had so much of a problem with the fake reviews, so they've got a new way to give true serum to items listed for sale. And it will show next to an item, it'll have a warning, item heavily returned or wording like that. So you will be able to see frequently returned, I think is the wording they're actually using. So you'll see, hey, heads up, this is an item a lot of people have gotten and for whatever reason, they're returning it at very high rates which is very expensive for Amazon, breaks trust for Amazon with customers, and is a hassle for you having to deal with returning an item. So this is like a fair warning for you. When you see frequently returned by an item is being sold by a third-party seller, and third-party sellers account for most merchandise sold on Amazon, it may be fulfilled by an Amazon warehouse, but it's actually for a third-party seller most of the time. You'll now have that so that you don't have to deal with something coming in, not being suitable, and having to deal with returning the item. I think that's really, really smart of Amazon and very customer-friendly and also a big money saver for them. Speaking of money costing, free shipping. Okay, if you're a long-time listener to me, you know that free shipping is a myth. I've told you that over and over again. There is no such thing as free shipping. You may not be paying a separate line item for shipping, but it is embedded in the cost of the goods you're buying and the terms and conditions you have to meet. Well, free shipping, for a number of reasons, is brutalizing retailers' profits. And so you're going to see more and more moves. I mean, think about all the publicity, speaking of Amazon, all the negative publicity they got with the changes they made on free grocery delivery, where now to qualify for free grocery delivery, basically you have to jump through so many hoops that like nobody's qualifying for free delivery because they discovered they're losing so much money. And I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop for those of us that are Sam's Plus members, Sam's Club Plus members, that the free shipping pretty much without conditions we got right now that I don't see how Sam's Club isn't losing a fortune on that. I'm so worried that that's going to go away because it's a phenomenal benefit for Sam's Club members. But this free shipping is really, really hurting so many businesses. And it was of necessity during COVID. And now you're going to see more and more when you go to check out, where I was at a retail or online seller the other week, the item didn't qualify for free shipping. Guess why? Why? Okay, I've never seen this before. Free shipping does not apply to clearance items.
2: Oh. Hmm.
1: You haven't seen that yet, have no, you? No, I haven't. And so I abandoned my cart. Then I thought about it because the item was such a deal on clearance. I mean, it was a giant markdown. And the shipping was $5. And so I went back and I paid the $5 because I know intellectually that the shipping's not free anyway when you go somewhere. And when it was such a deal, I went ahead and paid it. But you're going to see more and more restrictions on supposedly free shipping. And the thing I think you're really going to see is you're going to see better deals if you, even if you order online you go pick it up and eliminate all that massive cost for a retailer of shipping an item for the bricks and clicks kind of things the physical retail stores you will see a clear price differential coming for picking an item up that you purchased online versus having it shipped to you
2: i just did that actually i ordered an item from home depot and a couple of items and they didn't have them in the store, but they have to be shipped to the store or you could have it shipped to your home. But I did ship to store cause it was free and I didn't want to pay cause I live really close. So why wouldn't I do that and just drive there?
1: Yeah. So that's the decision you and I are going to have to make. Amazon has been losing money on, uh, you take out AMA, AWS where all their money is made, you know, the cloud storage company, Amazon's trying to figure this out as well because They're having a tough time making it go, and they laid off 27,000 people in just weeks. And so uh, free shipping isn't really free for any of us.
2: Okay, we'll go to questions. This one's from Tim. He says, I got an unexpected letter in the mail this week. It's from T-Mobile and looks legitimate. It says, as you may remember, when you visited T-Mobile or a national retailer and requested T-Mobile compatible devices and or T-Mobile service, we ran a credit check. The issue is that I never visited T-Mobile or any such business. Should I be concerned about identity theft or some similar crime?
1: Yes, you should, Tim. I uh, The likeliest, okay, so now I'm going into the area of paranoia. Sorry, sorry I have to do this, Tim. Odds are that somebody has key personal information and they need access to your phone service. And so they were going in impersonating you And for whatever reason, got declined in the store. And this is a fair warning for you, a very early key warning. So there's two things I need for you to do. One, if you don't have your credit frozen yet, you need to freeze your credit yesterday. I know that's impossible, but get the idea. Sense of urgency, go to clark.com slash credit freeze. You'll see how to set up the credit freeze. Second thing with the cell phone carriers, They used to use an obscure third-party microcredit bureau for credit checks, and criminals knew that, and that people, even who had their credit frozen with Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, didn't even know about this obscure bureau. And people were able to get in and pretend to be you and steal your cell phone service or buy expensive devices pretending to be you, even though your credit might have been frozen. But this is a case where if your credit's not frozen yet, get it frozen now. Second thing, the cell phone carriers all have a procedure where you make it more difficult for people to steal your service. It requires extra verification of you. Each cell phone carrier does this differently And you want to set up those additional security precautions, in your case, with T-Mobile to make sure that they go through extra steps to identify uh, identity before giving any access to your account in the store or on the phone.
2: We don't know for sure that he has T-Mobile, but somebody went into T-Mobile. Oh,
1: that's true. That's true. So that's where the credit freeze is. So significant, so important. Thank you. Sure.
2: This is from Kirk in California. With all the recent inflation, how do I know if my homeowner's insurance policy will cover my losses if something tragic happens?
1: Okay, this is a phenomenal question, Kirk, and something that I addressed uh, about six months ago, and I'm Mm -hmm. so glad you're asking because it does need to be addressed again. People are complaining to us every single day now about how much their homeowners insurance premiums are going up and the reason they're going up is the claims losses have been much higher for insurers. but the second thing is there are profitability issues with the homeowners insurance industry and auto insurance that they're pushing rates up. So people are like, how do I how do I deal with this And then I'm going to add on to it with what you've said. The reality is, Most people with homeowner's insurance now are frightfully underinsured. So you don't have enough coverage right now unless your insurer has pushed you up with coverages. You don't have enough to repair a home after a loss or replace it in the event of a total loss because you are so underinsured. And so, Kirk, you want to see what are homes selling for now in your area Uh, you have a general idea of what construction costs in your area based on what new homes are selling for near you, you're almost certainly way underinsured, particularly with the run-up in home prices in California, as well as many other places in America. So I want people to raise the amount of total coverage they have. And if it makes the premiums too brutal, at the same time, raise the deductibles on your homeowner's insurance as high as you can stand, and if you have a mortgage on your home, as high as your mortgage company will allow you to raise those deductibles. But you don't want to be left exposed by being underinsured if something tragic does happen at your home.
2: And from Dave in Connecticut, you often talk about MVNO mobile carriers. Currently, we're with Visible, but switching to a different carrier to try their service has always been a huge hassle. One thing I've not heard you mention is that the newer eSIM smartphones, starting with the 2018 iPhone XS, and I'm not sure which Android 10S, models. Yeah have the oh yeah tennis have the ability to, try, to to trial a new service without the hassle of complete carrier change and phone number porting unlocked phones only however customers need to install the respective carriers app creating a secondary line on the phone that runs alongside the current carriers service you can then use the new carriers service for a free trial T-Mobile allows 90 days, Verizon 30, Mint 7 days, etc. It's temporary and can be uninstalled at any time. No phone number porting or permanent change needed. Thanks for everything you do. Our 13-year-old son is now a Clark disciple, and we listen in the car daily. His favorite is Clark Stinks. What have we created?
1: I love that. I love that. Child abuse, making a teenager (laughs) listen to us. Um, So thank you for the... The thing about the eSIM, you know, we're one of the few countries in the world where people don't continually change who their cell phone service is with. So people in the United States aren't familiar with the whole idea of uh, the newer eSIM makes it so much easier that you can have more than one cell phone service operating simultaneously on your device, and so you can do essentially a test ride. And as you pointed out, Dave. For free with many of the services for a trial period of seven days or more to see if the service is reliable and the rest. And so this is an absolutely wonderful suggestion as a hassle-free way to trial a service. The other way that's been suggested is if the whole eSIM thing overwhelms you. So many people have an old cell phone in a drawer somewhere. You can do the trial on the old phone Try it out and then know whether you want to switch your service to that much cheaper alternative. Uh, but this is a great opportunity. You're right now with Visible. Visible has made people very happy. Visible is wholly owned by Verizon. It is Verizon's discount brand and provides service at a tiny fraction of the cost of being with the parent Verizon. Verizon on the same network, owned by the same company, but at a much cheaper price. Nowhere on Visible's website or any advertising do they ever say, hey, by the way, this is Verizon. We own it. But it's the same thing. So if you don't have to have that Verizon red, it's a red V, I think. Mm -hmm. If you don't have to have that, but you want to have the Verizon service and save a ton of money, look at another V, visible it's in blue to save yourself a lot of money so i want to tell you coming up ahead speaking of money a critical decision people have to make a lot of people are in fear making a different decision right now on social security i need to address it first the bad news sap business
0: ai won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Chronic migraine is 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more.
1: Botox, onabotulinum toxin A, prevents headaches in adults with chronic migraine. It's not for adults with migraine with 14 or fewer headache days a month. It prevents, on average, 8 to 9 headache days a month versus 6 to 7 for placebo.
0: myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome, and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Ask your doctor and visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com or call 1-800-44-BOTOX to learn more.
1: Why am I doing this? Why am I bringing all the upset that is going to be manifested at Clark.com slash Clark Stinks? But I need to. Social Security is something that if you have to make a decision for yourself or you have parents that are approaching age 62, Social Security can be taken as young as 62 or as late as age 70. And what's considered to be full retirement age is 66 something. Anyway, and I've for years talked about why for most people, The right answer, and there can be exceptions, but overwhelmingly for most people, the right age to take Social Security is when you turn 70. And every time I say that, I get a big pushback. But right now, because of the waves of publicity about Social Security, the trust fund running out of money 10 years from now in 2033, It has led people to feel like, I better get it while I can, better get what I can, because Social Security is going to be broke in 10 years, and nobody's going to get any money. Okay. So yes, the political parties are completely dysfunctional in this country. The inability for them to have a reasonable conversation across the aisle drives me batty. I don't get it. It's like this whole tribal thing drives me nuts. And so problems we need to address in the country are being ignored into a pile of rhetoric. The problems of Social Security are not major problems to fix, particularly if we fix them now or in the next year or two. Medicare is a different issue. Medicare has actually much more serious Financial issues, different conversation, different day. Social security, even if the dire predictions, the Congress continues to be ridiculous, does nothing about it, and just drives us off a cliff. In 2033, what happens is social security checks don't stop. The amount of money that you would receive would be based on pay as you go at that point. The trust fund would be out of money to deal with uh, shortfalls month after month with an aging population and fewer workers to support each retiree with an aging population. So the problem's there. But does it in any way change my answer about age 70? It does not. Because again, Social Security is not going to stop paying, even if Congress does the irresponsible thing, buries its head in the sand, and does nothing. And by the way, it's your individual member of Congress who's at fault, not 435 members of the House, not 100 members of the Senate. It is your individual representative or senator who's at fault, each of them individually, and then collectively collectively for failure to address a problem that's easily addressed. It's just the way you address it is got to eat more broccoli, not have more ice cream and candy. Politicians don't like talking about eating broccoli. They only like to talk about ice cream and candy. So let's say the worst does happen. Yes, benefits would be reduced at that point. There would be quite an uproar. And then after the fact, the problem would be dealt with. But even if benefits suddenly are reduced, people's social security checks would be reduced, which would be real hardship, but they're not going away at all. And the reduction would not be to zero. Best estimates, it would be something like 80 cents on the dollar. So then we go back to this thing, people saying, hey, I want to get 100 cents on the dollar for as long as I can. Let's say you've got a relative who's turning 62 Next month, they're like, hey, I was going to wait till 66 or 70, but I want to start getting a check now, even though it's much smaller. I believe that it will be dealt with by a future Congress. The later we wait, the more difficult it is to fix, but it'll be fixed. Because the solutions, I can tell you, I can, as a non-political animal, I could sit down and come up with a workable plan in a couple of days and many other people could, uh, people much wiser than me could come up with a plan in a couple hours. It's just getting people to choose the broccoli. It's not a hard one to fix. But even if it's not fixed, I'm telling you, still, I would wait. The reason why is the greatest risk for all of us is something that's actually good, longevity. The odds, I shared with you recently, the chances that we will live to 90 or 95 or 100 are much higher than we realize if we made it into our 60s. And the check you get from the base and then from that base cost of living adjustments over the years is so much higher if you wait. It deals with the longevity risk. And if you're married, it may also very heavily affect your spouse and the benefit they would receive after you pass away if they outlive you. So this is something that, regardless of the change in circumstance, with is Congress going to do something or not, my answer has not changed. For most of us, the default is to wait as long as possible, potentially till age 70. And that has not changed. And you do the modeling, and you'll see that for your own situation, the answer may be different. There's software I've talked about for this there are now multiple products, Krista. You've got what's available from AARP for free. You've got Maximize My Social Security. Now there's several competitors to maximize my social security. Maximize my social security, I think it's 40 bucks now. That'll run absolute analysis for your exact situation. So the answer you get is exact to the penny what your best answer would be in this situation. Please don't react to the headlines and feel like I'm going to get it while the getting's good at 62 or 63 or whatever. When for your long term financial health, waiting as late as possible is the right answer. And yes, I know if I croak on the day I turn 70.
2: God forbid.
1: Well, if I do, and I wait through those eight years to take Social Security, and people will say, Man, he was an idiot. He told us all through the years, like, I'm going to care if I'm dead. I'm not going to care. I'm not going to be worrying about the money I could have had if I'm dead. What I'll be worrying about is I'm dead or dying, right?
2: All right. This move topic,
1: on? deadly topics always uh, rattle you, don't right, they? Well, Why just, do they
2: rattle you? Now let's move on to some questions. <laughs> This one's from Jim in Ohio. Our current homeowner's policy has requested we repair or replace our roof or we lose our coverage by August of this year. We currently cannot replace this with our budget. We may be able to repair it if it's not too expensive, but the request was not very specific. Or is it an option to dump this insurance company and go to someone else? We're unsure if the next insurer won't ask us to do the same.
1: So, Jim, your insurer did a loss mitigation program where they probably flew a drone over your house. It's a very common practice now because insurers are getting eaten up by roofing claims. And so proactively, they're doing these drone visual surveys of the condition of a roof. It uses artificial intelligence to gauge the condition of your roof, because what they don't want to have is then have a hailstorm come through, and then they're having to replace a whole roof that they now have given you notice has deficiencies to it. So the deficiencies, if all they said generally was, you may need some repairs on your roof, it's a good idea for you to have a roofing contractor that you feel you can trust, which requires you talk to a number of them, look at references, Come out and evaluate your roof and tell you if there are any repairs that need doing. You may need a very minor repair on your roof, which would be a good idea to do anyway. And that you could afford to do instead of a total roof replacement. As for shopping with other insurers, absolutely. There's advantage to shopping with other homeowners, insurers. And for identical coverages, see what they quote you to insure your home. You may end up finding out that this letter was a favor to you because you may find that another homeowner's insurer will offer you the same coverages for substantially less than you're paying right now.
2: But you still may have to fix the roof.
1: You still may have to fix the roof at some point sooner than you'd like.
2: Barry in Georgia says, I'm considering gutter protection covers and have gotten a quote from a company. My concerns are, one, it is very expensive. And two, they seem to continually drop their price every time they contact me. They have gone from over $8,000 to 4500 at last contact. Are they reputable and legitimate?
1: So first of all, the idea of putting these protection covers on gutters has become a big business in the country because of the potential damage you can cause to your house or your roof uh, by having leaves clogged in there. And then it causes water to back up and can cause damage. So it is a valid industry. It's a very big industry now with many, many competitors. So right now, you're just competing with yourself, with this company that is playing the used car salesman kind of thing. Well, you know, $8,000 is really going to help you so much. And then you say no, and then they come back and offer again and again and again. Now you say they're down to $4,500. So the what that signals to me, you need to start getting quotes from the various competitors which you will find many many and you'll know when you got multiple quotes from multiple providers what is an actual valid price for having this installed at your home because who knows is the legit price 2000 is it 4000 Is it six thousand? What is the number? These people are now saying the legit price was eight thousand but is now forty five hundred. The only way you get to truth is to get quotes from competitors.
2: I remember one time we were trying to buy a URL for a company and the person first said it was gonna be a million dollars and we were like, Yeah, no thanks. And then they were like fifty (laughs) thousand We were still like, no, I think we ended up paying like seven fifty. Like it's crazy. Anyway, w- another question million. here. One million dollars. Renee in Mex- New Mexico. Wait, we
1: could be uh, Dr. Evil and yeah. say one
2: billion. billion dollars. Renee in New Mexico says, my family is planning a trip to Italy this summer. We booked our lodging on a vacation rental site. The two properties are requesting our passport numbers for the whole family, one of the properties is requesting us to log into a website and upload copies of the documents there. They claim it is required by law. Does this seem legitimate?
1: So in this a freak show? This happens in countries around the world outside the United States. Whether you're staying at a hotel, you're doing a rental through any of the home rental services, you have to provide in these countries a copy of your passport. I think about how routine it is that I'll get to a hotel in a foreign country. They ask for your passport, and then without saying a word, they take it, and they take it over to a scanner or a copy machine and make a copy of the key page of your passport. And there are countries that do this because they're worried about terrorism. There are countries that do it because it's required by their governments. And Italy, it happens 100% of the time that they want, a copy of your passport. Now, have you ever done a VRBO or Airbnb in Italy? Oh yes. I and have. Were you required to provide your passport in advance? Like we're hearing yeah, right now. I think from I, Renee, I
2: did. I definitely did. I was trying to remember if I uploaded it to a site or sent it to them, but I did have to send copies.
1: Yeah. So this is not unusual outside the United States. In fact, it's completely common that you have to provide your passport. At hotels, you never have to provide it in advance. With the home rentals, obviously, you may well have to. So I want to thank you so much for being with us today. And if you haven't already, I hope you'll subscribe to our free daily money newsletter at clark.com slash newsletters. It's chock-a-block full of information that will help you stretch every dollar.